Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unbox podcast. And today, well, it's another look at the economy and a report that came out on the 5th of May. Um, the UK economy set for deepest downturn in memory. Um, that is not a phrase you particularly want to hear, uh, especially when there are already stories coming out of the airline industry, um, which are enough to worry most people. Um, but according to a survey from the IHS market slash CIPS, um, the UK economy is on track for the deepest downturn in living memory. And that's a, a very closely watched survey in the business community. Um, it is something that a lot of people look to for what the UK economy is actually going to be doing. Um, and it is very much pointing that we could have a recession. Um, well, let's have a look at it. Uh, so this survey, again, from IHS market slash CIPS, uh, says that the UK's dominant services sector contracted at a record pace last month. So 79% of services, so that's cafes and hairdressers, anything like that, uh, they reported a fall in business activity amid these mass shutdowns. I mean, it was to be expected that these places were going to have a decline in their business activity, but uh, this record contraction is even worse than people expected. Um, this survey says that the UK GDP could fall at a quarterly rate of 7%, which is a lot. Um, just to point out where we were on a trend growth of about 2% before this, so to be going essentially minus 7 every 3 months, um, not good at all. Um, and it also warns that the decline could be even greater. Um, so Tim Moore, who's the director at IHS Market, says uh, the data highlights the downturn in the UK economy during the second quarter of 2020 will be far deeper and more widespread than anything seen in living memory. So just to add some context on that, the the economic and financial year is split up into four quarters, um, and we are currently in the second quarter of it. Uh, that starts in uh, in April. So the first one's January to March, second one um, April to June, then July to September, and then October to December. Uh, those are the four quarters. And this second quarter has seen the brunt of the coronavirus lockdown and essentially the financial and economic ramifications of the government's decisions um, that were made all in, in the name of, of public health and all of which have had um, large impacts and are expected to have very large impacts on the economy. And this survey is saying that they definitely will. Um, the April survey, um, again from Tim Moore, the economics director, saying that the April survey reading is consistent with the economy falling at a quarterly rate of 7%. Um, so that's the, the the GDP or the total amount of, uh, of goods and services produced within a country over a certain period of time. Uh, again, falling at a quarterly rate of 7%, but expecting the actual decline in GDP to be even greater because um, this this index on which they have measured it excludes the vast majority of self-employed people and the entire retail sector. Uh, so that index, which is called the PMI, or the Purchasing Managers Index, 
um, and it shows a record record low readings of 13.4 um, down from 34.5 in March and just to put some context any figure of below 50 from that index indicates a contraction um, the the final reading uh, a flash estimate uh, produced late last month was of 12.3 so 13.4 is um, very low, a little bit higher than the estimate, but still incredibly low. Um, the group that does that, Market, again, uh, says it is by far the lowest recorded uh, figure since the series began in 1998. So that's 22 years, and on the graph that I've got in front of me, the Service Businesses Activity Index, or... Uh, so that's the one I've been talking about, the Purchasing Managers Index, um, has never dropped below 40. And now we're below 20 and nearly at 10. Uh, and this isn't even the full economic ramifications of COVID-19. Um, the Purchasing Managers Index is all about the senior employees in businesses who keep across uh, what's happening to a company's order and the supplies. They are, They tend to be the first people to see if activity is slowing. And that's why people use the Purchasing Managers Index to predict what the economy is going to do. Um, as I said, prior to the last two months, the record low stood at 40. Um, and now, uh, or rather 40.1 in November of 2008. Now, that should be familiar to anyone studying the economy. That um, is the credit crunch. And... If 40.1 is the credit crunch, then 13.4 is the credit crunch on steroids. Um, we don't know what we're expecting to see because we've never seen numbers like this before. Um, hopefully, hopefully, there will be a pickup. However, Samuel Toombs, the economist at Pantheon Macroeconomics, says any pickup throughout the summer is likely to be weak. A uh, quote from him, several sectors of the economy set to remain closed for businesses throughout the summer and consumers' confidence torn to pieces by COVID-19. We expect only about half of the second quarter's huge drop in GDP to be reversed throughout the third quarter. Um, that's not good. Uh, if we're still at a, a massive drop in GDP and still below where we were, um, it's unlikely to see massive recovery over the fourth quarter. If the third quarter isn't promising, then consumer confidence doesn't build up as fast. Um, it is still hoped that there will be a V-shaped um, recession or a V-shaped recovery. Uh, however, we just don't know anymore. Uh, that V-shaped recovery would be this steep decline. So if this is a 7% quarterly growth fall, um, in the, the second quarter of 2020, then that would be the steep downward point of the V, um, followed by an immediate bounce back, essentially, in the in the third quarter, as we see people flooding back into work, people going back to purchasing habits that they had been occupying before the coronavirus, um, and essentially that would be the immediate recovery uh, that people are looking for and hoping for um, from coronavirus. But um, what is becoming increasingly apparent is that it is likely to see 
a u-shaped recovery where there is a certain amount of bouncing along the bottom uh, bouncing along the bottom of a recession for a while before um, we find out whether or not there is a an uptake and that would be damaging for the economy that would be um, if it goes on for too long lingering on depression economics um, now no one's predicting a, a depression quite yet and I don't think we're going to be going around predicting depressions uh, because going around predicting depressions tends to scare people into the behaviour that causes depressions so any economist going out there and, and, and saying a depression is coming um, not doing the best thing um, because it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy uh, however if we do see this U-shaped recovery, uh, there is danger of massive uh, economic issues, um, especially for those people who already had small savings, who perhaps are only just recovering from the 2008 crash. Um, people whose confidence in the economy will, if this U-shaped recession happens, will be at an all-time low. Um, we don't know how well a financial services sector would recover if the confidence of everyday consumers is completely shot because so much of our, our economy is now on services um, it is harder to restart a service sector that no one believes in than a manufacturing sector because all you have to do is start start churning out the manufactured products and if they're at the same quality then people think yes this is a physical product that I can get behind if you're into a services sector and you're trying to recover from a recession um, if you're not quite at the right levels of confidence, then people don't have the need for expensive financial services or for whatever, and people tend uh, tend to go back to their f their service habits later than they are to their to their manufactured habits. Um, so we we just don't know what we're going to be expecting from these uh, these economic pieces of information um, the UK economy is delicate at this time we know that the the UK government is now um, well paying nearly a quarter of all workers wages the furlough scheme is being used by 6.3 million people um, there are about a hundred thousand loan applications going straight in to um, to UK banks as the new government scheme went live a couple of days ago um, and essentially this is um, a tough time for the UK government um, the economy needs supporting um, the UK government has been working very hard to try and support the UK economy um, there have been some unprecedented moves by the Chancellor and from the Treasury uh, I'm not going to sit here in an ivory tower and criticise um, an institution that's been around for centuries for for responding slowly to um, an unprecedented challenge. Uh, and to be fair, in principle, the job they've done is is not bad. There are holes in it, but then again, when you cast out a net so wide, there are bound to be holes in it. Um, what now becomes the issue for the government is seeing these surveys and reports that say the UK is set for the steepest downturn in living memory um, other 
economic harbingers of doom and and uh, and signs of economic crashes, things like that. Um, the UK government has a tricky situation on its hands. It essentially um, has to choose between reopening the UK economy at risk of a second wave, as I discussed yesterday in the the Scotland episode, um, at, at risk of, of a second wave that could potentially be overwhelming. Um, we just don't know if the economy can survive for too long under intensely restrictive lockdown measures, but then again, where is the trade-off? This is a a difficult decision for any government under any circumstances. And um, it is going to be a tricky time for people in the Treasury. I wouldn't be too surprised if Rishi Sunak comes out of this with grey hair. There will be a lot of big decisions landing on his desk. Do you open it up fast? Do you open it up on a phase manner? Do you uh, start to open up different sectors before others? But then does that muddy the water in terms of um, people's adherence to lockdown rules? Um, how do you deal with different sectors of the economy that are less able to practice social distancing? Do you leave them to last or do you try and make provisions for them? And then what do you do about schools and education and childcare? Because people who go to work can't be at home looking after their kids. It's There's a lot going on. There are a lot of decisions to be made and... The economy will be front and centre, um, alongside public health. Those are the two things that right now the government is looking at and thinking, I really wish I didn't have to deal with both of you at the same time, because both of them are causing particular points of concern to government advisers all across the world. Uh, We will just have to wait and see in terms of what happens with with the lockdown lifting, with the economy, and with all sorts of the measures that are being put in place. Um, Sorry it wasn't a pretty optimistic podcast, but there isn't too much to be optimistic about on the economic front. Uh, There is um, a lot going on. There is a lot going on. I will try and bring you all the updates that we get on the economy. If the Chancellor does another briefing, I I will get on that and record an episode about it. Um, Until then, that is all the time we have for this episode of the Politics Unbox podcast. So I'll see you all around again soon for the next one. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) 